welcome to How I Work, a show about the tactics used by leading innovators to get so much out of their day. I'm your host, Dr. Amantha Imba. I'm an organizational psychologist, the founder of innovation consultancy Inventium, and I'm obsessed with finding ways to optimize my workday. Now, in today's mini episode, I want to talk about three magic words that will help you create change. So I wonder, have you ever tried to change your behavior? I mean, of course you have. Every day, millions of people worldwide try to eat less junk food, try to stick to an exercise regime, try to check Facebook less often, and and so on. And at work, chances are you know someone whose company is undergoing a transformation or a change program. Like it often feels like change is the only constant, but change can be hard. And when we recognize a need to change something, whether that be our own behavior or the behavior within our workplace, it can sometimes feel like an insurmountable challenge. So we assume that to create a big change, we need a big complex solution. But what psychologists have demonstrated is that big changes can actually be made by making small adjustments to our behavior. And in fact, there are actually three magic words that can help us create huge change. Now, one that I've talked about on this podcast before is the impact of using don't versus can't. So marketing professor Vanessa Patrick investigated the impact of the word can't versus don't. And she suspected that the way that we talk to ourselves and others actually impacts our ability to say no to temptation. And let's face it, temptations are a big reason behind why changing behavior is so hard. It's just so tempting to do things as we've always done them. In one of Patrick's experiments, 120 university students were recruited and asked about how relevant setting a relevant goal setting was around healthy eating to them. So participants were then taught about a strategy for managing unhealthy food temptations. So one group was taught to say, I can't eat uh, X, whatever the case may be, when presented with an unhealthy snack. And the other group was taught to say, I don't eat X. Participants were then asked to turn their attention to a completely different and irrelevant task. But when they got up to leave the room, the crux of the experiment happened. They were offered a choice of two snacks. One was a chocolate bar and the other was a healthy granola bar. The experimenters quietly noted which participants picked which bar. So it turns out there was a very big difference between the strategy people were taught and the bar they picked. 39% of those who were taught to say, I can't eat X when presented with a temptation, chose the healthy granola bar. But in contrast, 64% of those in the I don't eat X group pick the healthy granola bar. In other words, changing one simple word increased the chance of selecting the healthy snack by over 50%. Now, when the researchers delved deeper into this very significant effect, the reason they uncovered for the huge shift in behavior was that those in the I don't group felt more empowered to say no. So saying you don't do something sounds like you're the one in control of your choices, whereas saying you can't do something sounds like someone else is calling the shots. So if you're trying to break a habit or change something about your behavior, use the word don't to improve your chances of success by around 50%. Now, the second magic word I want to talk about is the word because. 
1978, social psychologist Ellen Langer from Harvard led a study in which participants had to ask to jump to the front of the line to use a photocopying machine. One group of participants were asked to say, excuse me, I have five pages, may I use the Xerox machine? Langer found that this worked 60% of the time and were able to jump straight to the head of the line. A second group were asked to make the same request, but to add the words, because I'm in a rush, to the end of their request. This addition increased the success rate by over 50%. So this time, in comparison to 60%, instead, 94% of the time, these people jumped to the front of the line, and all because they gave a reason. So if you're trying to change other people's behavior, always use the word because to prompt you to provide a reason. For example, if you're trying to reduce the time you spend in your inbox, you might say to your boss, I'm out of my inbox for a couple of hours today because I'm trying to get some deep focused work done. Now, the final word I want to talk about is around willing. So Professor Elizabeth Stoko from Lobera... I'm not sure if I know how to pronounce that correctly, university has spent thousands of hours in her career reading transcripts of conversations to understand how to be more persuasive. Her research uncovered a magic word that when used makes people significantly more likely to say yes to what is being asked of them. So when people were asked whether they were interested in an activity, such as making a presentation on a certain topic, they might answer yes or no. But if the question was phrased, are you willing to make a presentation on X, people were more likely to say yes. Stoko also said that willing is the best word to use when you're trying to turn a no into a yes. So if you're trying to change someone's behavior, when at first they might be hesitant, change your language and ask them if they would be willing to try. You'll be far more likely to turn the no into a yes. So that is it for today's episode. I hope you found it useful and I hope today maybe you'll incorporate one of those three kind of magic words into your day. And if you enjoyed this episode and if you're enjoying how I work, why not recommend the show to other people? Because listeners recommending the show is exactly how this show has managed to grow. And um, I think we're on about a quarter of a million downloads so far, which is quite exciting. So um Please tell other people about the show if you're enjoying it. And that is it for today's episode.